Welcome to Bristol Radio, your home for Bristol Motor Speedway and Dragway podcasts, sound bites, and more. For more Bristol content, visit bristolmotorspeedway.com. Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of the Bristol B2B podcast on the Bristol Radio Network, where we explore what makes great business partnerships work and some of the relationships Bristol has built with its partners over the last 60 years. And today I want to welcome Kevin Stafford, Vice President of Marketing for Food City. Welcome. Hey, thanks, Chipper. Good to be here. I'm so glad you're here. It's uh, been exciting times with Food City, and I couldn't think of a better partner really to start with than you and Food City. You guys have been with us for 28 years. Well, you know, it's. Uh, well, I think one of the things that makes us unique is we have a friendship, right? Uh, yeah. I know it's business and it's it work is. and all those things, but, man, we have fun. Uh, we all have, uh, I think, the same goals in mind. We're all about the customer uh, for us, and you know, we're about getting people in our stores and wanting them to shop and buy groceries and pick us for the best experience. And for you guys, it's all about the experience and exceeding the expectations of uh, all the customers, so to speak, yeah. that you guys have to come here. So, yeah, it's great, man. I, uh, I think of you guys as family. Uh, you know, it's that family relationship that we have uh, between Bristol Motor Speedway and Food City. So, uh, great to be here. I appreciate yeah. you picking us number one. Yes, uh, you guys are... Uh, just just been an awesome partner. I've said it over and over again when we've been together that I can't think of a partnership that is as great as this. It is family. I feel the same way. We all feel the same way, and it's, it's good to hear it come from you as well first. But uh, before we kind of get into some of that and the business stuff, I thought it'd be great to learn more about Kevin and Kevin Stafford and where are you from? And let's let the listeners kind of understand, like, how long you've actually been with Food City and, and been close to this racetrack. Yeah, I'm, uh, I always tell people my story is uh, uh, kind of uh, unique for me, especially at Bristol Motor Speedway. Um, people always talk about uh, living out a dream. Well, for me, you know, I was born and raised two miles from this racetrack. So uh, I've never lived more than 150 yards away from where I live today. Wow. Uh, built a house about... 16 years ago on my dad's old farmland. Uh, so it's kind of unique that, uh, um, you know, I grew up um, always with mom and dad right there. They're still there. Very fortunate to have great parents. Uh, obviously, my two boys are growing up. They're uh, 11 and 6 now. They love racing. Keeping it going. Uh, That's yeah, they, they love racing. Uh, it's always uh, – I've got an older brother, and my brother's got three boys and one girl. I've got two boys. So uh, my one niece – obviously get spoiled wow. but uh yeah it's uh, it's kind of fun but yeah from a work standpoint i started out uh bagging groceries when i was 16 years old um i'm 39 now so i've done uh several different things over the years uh, i'm kind of unique to the marketing world uh, when it comes to the marketing world i bag groceries i spent a lot of times on the operations side of our business uh also on the technology side of our business so uh but I guess almost this is starting year five for me, which is hard to believe on the marketing side uh, that I've been on this side of uh, the business. But I love it. I uh, love what I do. And uh, I've been very blessed, very fortunate, very fortunate and glad that Steve Smith has the confidence uh, in me to do things that we need to do to take care of our customers, grow yeah. sales in the store and, and obviously grow the Food City brand. Uh, we are unique. Uh, and I don't just say that because that's who I've worked for for the last 24 years. I'm telling you, a lot of people say, 
community, but uh, Food City does community, and they do it it's really well. Huge. Yeah, it so. is huge with what you guys like do. Going back to kind of when you grew up, when did when was the first race you came to? You know, I remember coming with my dad. I don't remember the age, but yeah. I was very young, and I remember sitting on the old concrete bleachers. Uh, so my dad is a huge race fan. Mom and dad, uh, season ticket holders here for many, many years uh, wow. in the Allison section, right start finish line. Uh, they can probably even quote you the <laughs> the row and the seat uh, yeah. that they're in, but uh, they're still huge race fans. And uh, they still come into the yeah, races as yeah. well. That's yeah, good. they still come, still come to the race. Uh, funny story, my my dad still uh, has uh, hard feelings. I don't know if hard feelings is the right word, uh, but my mom actually messed up the uh, season ticket renewal. <laughs> and they lost their seats. <laughs> and uh, dad still comes every year, and mom comes with him. But a lot of times he'll bring my nephews or, or something like that. He loves yeah. to sit outside. He loves the experience of sitting outside at Bristol and loves to watch the race. And he's a huge race fan, watches it every week on TV. We talk about it every Sunday. That's kind of our thing. It's yeah. a cool phone call to have. Uh, you know, every Sunday uh, with Dad talking about the race. That's so. so cool. So if you went back to your first cool memory at the racetrack at Bristol, what what's one of those that just really stood out and you're like, man, I'll never forget? You know, I remember Michael Waltrip and the crash here, uh, and, and yes. I don't remember uh, the the day or the year, but I remember sitting, I was in those – in that area oh on the concrete bleachers and it was on that side of the track and and I remember that moment of you know basically my dad trying to explain it to me what exactly happened wow uh, and and dad just saying you know son I don't know if he's going to make it yeah and and it was I mean I remember so vividly you can see the roll cage exposed from the car uh, oh sitting gosh. on the track. Yeah. So I remember that, you know, How obviously. How old were you then? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but I was young. Yeah. Uh, I was young. I, I obviously remember the, uh, the Earnhardt Labonte. Uh, I remember sitting in the stands for that. Uh, you know, that was a great experience watching Earnhardt around this place, watching Rusty Wallace and Daryl Walter. I remember those growing up, uh, just as a, uh, as a young man watching them uh, around this place. Earnhardt, I was a big Earnhardt fan Yeah, uh, growing up, so uh, I loved to watch him at the track and just how he would maneuver people out of the way, and, uh, and it was just fun He was to good watch. at it. He was really good at it. What So uh, Earnhardt, um, unfortunately we lost Dale Earnhardt, and we've had a lot of guys kind of retire. Who do you follow now, just out of curiosity? You know, my son, my oldest son Carson, he is a huge Kyle Busch fan. Uh-oh. <laughs> Loves him. Uh, and I am not. Uh, I respect Kyle Busch. I think he's a great driver. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I you know, I think I don't like him just so much because I like to aggravate Carson, uh, but I'll always yeah. respect him. My dad is a big Kyle Busch fan. I think that's kind of – Yeah, they're kind of tag like team. influence. Yeah, a little bit of influence or marketing there for my dad. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll pull for uh, – I like Chase Elliott. Uh, I like what he he's does. He's a good one coming up. So uh, you know, I like to uh, cheer for him a lot. You know, I like to I like to watch the young guys and to see what they're going to do in the sport. Uh, a lot of the older guys have have went away and or yeah. uh, are, are going away as as more and more retire. But well, I'm really encouraged by some of these young guys and being I in the too. job being in the job I am now. You get a chance yeah. to interact with them on a more personal level. I think they get it. 
Uh, I really do. I'm excited to see what they do for the future. And I'm telling you, here at Bristol the last few years, they put on a heck of a show. It's been so a great show. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, before we get too far into the racing and the sports side, I, I think it'd be cool to tell us about Food City. So Food City has been around for a number of years. And if people are in our sport or follow our sport, I know they know the name Food City. You guys have been with us. This will be our 28th year together. But talk about your grocery store, how you guys have grown, what makes you special. You said it's a special place, and uh, it's just different. Like, Talk about how it, how it is different. You know, one of the things I, I think about our stores that make it different, I, I'm fortunate I get around the different parts of the country and get to see different supermarkets. Uh, I'm a student of the supermarket industry. I like to go in the competitors and see what they're doing and uh, snoop around, so to speak. And uh, one of the things I think that makes us unique is that family culture. You know, a lot of people, uh, no matter where you look or where you go, they say local, right? Everybody mm-hmm. says local. Yeah. Everybody says community. But I think one of the things that we were founded upon is you know, Steve's dad, uh, Jack Smith, found us on a, a, a real simple principle to run the best store in town. And he knew that for us to run the best store in town, we had to have the best people. And we really try to have some of the best people. And those people know what it means to be plugged into the communities where we operate stores. For our stores to be successful, we know that the communities our stores operate in have to be successful. Right. I think that's what makes us, one of the things that makes us unique. Well, then you get to the, you know, blocking and tackling. We do some pretty cool stuff. You know, we just opened, uh, you know, for the first time in 20 years, uh, last October, end of October, 1st of November, we opened three stores uh, over a five-week span, all with a new decor package. Wow. Our decor package hadn't been updated there again in 20 years. And they were uh, where were their locations? So, so we opened in a new flagship store in our Abingdon, uh, okay. Virginia area, which is right where our corporate office is. We opened one in Maryville, Tennessee, and actually opened our southernmost store in Calhoun, Georgia. Uh, so, um, you know, you go into those stores and – you know, it's amazing how grocery changes, right? Yeah. So, you know, now you've got curbside pickup. You know, we have that and you know, about half of our locations. We have home delivery in about 100 locations, a little yeah. more. And, you know, now everything's moved more to the food service side. We really enhanced our food service offerings, uh, which we typically call the bakery deli area of the store. Yeah. Um, produce, we're, we're fortunate we do uh, – a lot of business with local farmers and, uh, you know, continue to have those great relationships. And our meat department is, you know, by far the best. Uh, when you, when you think about different meat departments, you know, we still have butchers in the store that are, you know, cutting steaks for people or grinding beef every day. You know, we have an 18 hour ground beef policy. In other words, you're never going to find anything in the store that's older than 18 hours on the ground beef side. So, uh, that's so like, all right. So what happens if you hadn't sold it? What, yeah. Where so, does it go? A couple of different things. So, uh, we either, there's, there's a reduction process that can be used at the store. Um, you know, we also have a deli there. So after 18 hours, not used, you know, we can use that to, to make hamburgers or we can do things for the hot bar, meatloaf, make meatloaves, like yeah. all those type yeah. of things at the store. So, you know, there's always ways uh, to, to do things the right way for the customer. And the best thing is it's just fresh, man. It's fresh. Yeah, you and, can't beat it. And our guys do a great job. And anybody that shops in our stores and buys from the meat department knows how great it is. And then we're doing a lot of cool things like, you know, in the center store with, 
you know, is trying to make the experience better. You know, reading a lot of our consumer research, one of my responsibilities in marketing is, you know, we look at consumer research and try to, you know, if customer wants something, we try to get it for them. And yeah. there's a lot of requests there. And then we continue to invest in technology, man. We, uh, we, we put a new... Uh, checkout system. I was going to mention that. So yeah. tell everybody about that. This is yeah, cool. So in, in our Abingdon store, we put in a new a checkout system. So you think about the world of self-checkout, right? Then you got the world of uh, what we call assisted checkout, uh, which is the Raptor. So it's not a cashier. It's not full service checkout, but it's assisted checkout. There's a cashier there. You unload the items on a, a belt. It runs through a 360-degree imaging wow. scanner. Scans all your items. There's a cashier at the end that's bagging for you. Uh, they'll take your money at the end of the transaction. But it's just cool technology. Tell how fast was it again? You were telling me before. You know, it's about it does about 35 items a minute. But I'll just be honest with you, it can go as fast as the customer can go. So wow. customers can't keep up with it. They try. It's kind of So how cool. do you do the, you know, there's fruit and other things that have to be weighed. How's that work? Yeah, so uh, it's kind of neat. So anytime something comes through without a barcode, uh, it makes a little noise when it gets to the end of the belt. It's got timing built in. Cashier that's there just handles the fruit or any type of item that needs assistance like that. So uh, pretty neat. That's so cool. That's so cool. So you got... Three new stores, and they were all the same, cut from the same cloth, all the yeah. same size, or a little not the same size. You know, um, obviously, Abingdon was one of our larger stores. Yeah, uh, Maryville was probably about ten thousand square feet, smaller, um, not exactly, but probably yeah. seven or eight. Um, then we got down to Calhoun. It was about a fifty thousand square foot store, so probably about thirteen thousand square foot smaller than Abingdon. Um, you know, we've got. One under construction right now that'll open March the 18th. That's a new store in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Oh, wow. So any if, special like country music, you know, theming, and those? Not for that one, but I may may give you some breaking news on, right. on something else. So we've had a store on the Parkway in Pigeon Forge for years. Um, Been that, there. That store will close down. That's an old old store, tired store, and uh, we're gonna shut it down for just a little bit. We'll open our new store uh, across the across the way and it's actually on teaster lane so right behind uh, if you know anything about the area it's right behind that uh, particular store and then we'll um, we'll come back and open the store back up on the parkway it needs some work on the inside okay um, we're gonna actually call that store to be a new format for us it's uh, called express by food city so it'll really? be essential items it'll still have the produce and the meat uh, some limited assortment of things and bakery and deli uh, but, you know, in Center Store, it'll be more of limited assortment things that uh, tourists are looking for. Yeah, that and, makes sense. Uh, it, it's, it'll be a fun concept for us. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we're we excited. I think our customers that come in, to, whether it's the regular food, you want a great supermarket experience, you got the food city there, you want just what you need, and you want to see a cool store. Um, yeah, that, that sounds that's fun. That's going to be a cool store. There's, so. what, like 8, 9 million people that go through that area a year or something like that. It's a pretty large number. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot. We we have uh, several stores in the Sevier County area, and uh, those are uh, those are great stores for us. And uh, we're we're just excited, man, to that's, add a to add cool. a new I store heard down about there. That. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for breaking it on our podcast. Yeah, breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, so if you go back, Food City. So when they first started, started with a store, right? And one store. Yeah, and then one built up from there. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, one store, Piggly Wiggly store over in Grundy, Virginia. So uh, Steve's father, Jack Smith, started out, uh, um, you know, just a great store with a, 
a vision uh, of the future. And uh, one of the things about uh, Mr. Smith, I mean, he was such a visionary, and and Steve's just done a great job uh, continuing on. You know, growth from one store to now we're uh, the number we're using is 132, 132 uh, and okay. growing. There again, we have Pigeon Forge opens, then Radford opens in May. Radford will be our easternmost store, I guess, if you think about. Uh, kind of the way that goes. So we opened our southernmost store last year. We'll continue to expand to Radford, and then a couple more in the pipeline for night for twenty, uh, and then we've got uh, five more, I think, in the pipeline for twenty twenty one. So, uh, so we're, we st- we're not gonna get bored. Yeah, it doesn't sound like. So you started with your corporate name of KVAT, right? So mm-hmm. we stood for Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee. We've gone now into Georgia, uh, other states coming along. Well. Georgia is definitely okay. one of those things that uh, is there. The running joke we always get is, are you going to change your name now? Because you're KVAT. Yeah. You know, and I always just tell people, well, it's kind of like Nat. The G silent. So uh, yeah, don't don't there tell you. anybody that one. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, I think you'll see us in more states in, in the coming years. There's definitely uh, some options out there for the future. And uh, we're just always looking for a good opportunity where, again, it's got to be the right fit. It's got to be yeah. us in the community, being a part of the community. And uh, I think you'll see that uh, over the coming years. We got some great folks that work in our uh, real estate and research department. And I know they're always looking for good opportunities. And Steve's obviously very intelligent. So uh, right opportunity uh, presents itself. He'll take advantage of it. Well, we came together, Bristol Motor Speedway, Food City, probably mid-90s with 28 years coming I can't remember. Do you remember how many stores you guys had at the time when we first got started? Man, I, you know, you think about that. 28 years ago, I was like young. or 11. I was 11. Weren't you bagging yeah. groceries then? I was 11 years <laughs> old. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many we would have had then. I know when I came to the corporate office, which was about 19 years ago, uh, when I come out, I think we were in the 70 store range. So almost doubled yeah. at that time. 70s, you know, and I'll never forget when, when I first come to the corporate office on the technology side, I think we had two fuel centers. Uh, today we have well over 105. Uh, pharmacies were one of those things we were just getting into, and now we have, again, well over 100 pharmacies uh, as well. So we continue just to, wow. to grow. And, yeah, uh, It's exciting. So That's It's good amazing. for our people. So we, we come together, we start partnering, and Food City, as I mentioned, at kind of at the top of this, you guys are you know, our number one partner. We've had you for so long. You sponsor two races with us. Anytime there are other opportunities, like the football game, you guys came on as a presenting sponsor. We're always looking for ways to work together. Um, I think it would be good to just hear from you what you like about it. Um, your entitlement partner, that entitles you to a lot of things here at the racetrack from – race tickets and branding and entertaining your guests and your customers and your uh, top managers, things like that. But would love for our listeners to understand what it is you do a little bit more, maybe talk about that, and then maybe what it is you love about it. Why do you like it so much? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you Kevin's heartful answer. Uh, then I'll, I'll switch to the, to the, marketing, right. to the marketing answers. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that I love about it is Bristol, right? So we are all about the community of Bristol. Uh, we It depends on what you define Bristol as. Yeah. You know, we have two stores in Bristol, Virginia, two stores in Bristol, Tennessee. I classify Bluntville 
uh, into that mix. Piney Flats is right on the cusp between Bristol and Johnson yeah. City. So, you know, we have a big community relationship. And this is a great venue, uh, a great yeah. venue to, to be a part of. Uh, you know, no matter where you go, uh, I always like to logo up when I travel. Yeah, yeah uh, good. And it's a, it's a great thing to when you're traveling for, to people to see your name if you're in Arizona or if you're in Nevada or if you're in New York. I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at. Somebody looks at your logo and says... And you're talking the Food City logo, right? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, talking, okay. you're talking the Food Somebody sees it and goes, hey, I know Food City. He goes, you guys sponsor the race at Bristol. That's amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> and it's a great conversation piece because what they want to know is they don't necessarily want to talk about racing. They don't necessarily want to talk about supermarket business. They just want to talk about how much they appreciate the sponsorship, and we hear that a lot. Uh, when I think about the race fan and who the race fan is, the race fan is a Food City customer. Yeah, uh, it, it is a it is a person that is very passionate about the sport. Um, and what I think about race fans is they're usually pretty loyal to the people yeah. who sponsor their events. So, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that's great about sponsoring. Uh, the race you know other things obviously logos are important and uh, the branding that we get from that but you know one of the most important things about it is our associates our associates love to come to the race and we're able to do some things through tickets whether it's tickets that we get through the sponsorship or um, you know some different things that we can do for our associates they love to come to the race they love to be here how do you how do you manage that whole like some got to be there because the fans are going to buy groceries right the whole time oh yeah and some of your folks want to be here hanging out at the racetrack do you guys rotate people we we actually do we actually do so depending on the race um we actually have the like half of our group will be able to come to one race and the other half of the group will be able to come to them so we do rotate through uh, you know, we're very fortunate. We have people on uh, our teams that are all about our associates and our associates just really trying to tie them in to all the events. You know, we've been very fortunate to do the race night events, you know, Food City Family yeah. Race Night. Again, it's all about bringing the community together. Not everybody has a, a Lisa Johnson and a Tammy Bumgarner. <laughs> I always tell people those are two folks. Thank that, God for them. That, yes, yes, yes. Thank God for them. They <laughs> they work on uh, my team, and they do just such a great job of making sure all the events and activities around it are, are buttoned up, and our whole team, right? So I've got a whole marketing team that just does a fantastic job of uh, really connecting the Food City yeah. brand and, and the Bristol Motor Speedway brand. And we obviously work with you guys at BMS, very closely on that and uh you know it's it's kind of cool when when you start getting emails in january about you got any details yet on race night who's gonna be there it's like hell no not yet (laughs) we're working on it yeah we're working on it so but uh we do one in knoxville uh in the spring and uh we're actually we'll be back in Sevier county again this year uh just some scheduling conflicts at the with the Knoxville uh, location. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, we're, we're excited to be back in Sevier County. That's, again, a, a big part. We're opening a new store there, as I mentioned, in March. Yeah, so uh, that'll be, work out great. Yeah, that'll be kind of fun. And um, then, of course, the event, we, uh, you guys allow us to have it here at the track 
on uh, the Friday in the spring, and then we uh, downtown State Street in September this September. year. September playoffs. That is going to be awesome. I just keep saying playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Yes, it's so, going to be a, a Allen fun Iverson. Huh? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's been a few of those playoffs <laughs> conversations, but yes, it's going to be exciting. I can't yeah. wait for that too. And you guys got a big part of that weekend as well with Friday night and the Food City 300. So. Um, yeah, it's it should be a lot of fun. I think we're in store for a lot a lot going on. What about um, going back to the business front for a minute? So, a lot of brands that we work with that are either on cars. Actually, we work with here at the racetrack. In fact, you know, Coca Cola, our official soft drink here. You've got Bush's Beans, uh, Pinty's, which is a Canadian company that still today is only sold in food cities, which is just amazing here in America. But Talk about how you guys work together and those things. I know we bring some of it to you, but there's a number of things you already guys, you do on your own. In fact, Budweiser is one of our premier partners. I'm, mm-hmm. I know they've been big with you guys over the years. So how, yeah. how does that work and how does that help drive traffic to your stores? And You know, uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, you, you know, I always hear the running joke about sometimes people have a meeting just to have another meeting. Uh, we have a lot of meetings. Uh, we have some conversations, especially with a lot of those brands. I think about Coca-Cola, uh, for example, of that. You know, we meet a few times a year with uh, the folks from Coca-Cola. We talk about plans that they have, plans that we have. Try to really try to have a good plan. I think it's all about having those conversations very early on and, and trying to plan what you're going to do. Yeah. We've had several meetings and calls with the folks at Bush's. Uh, just to see what we can do different, how you can drive traffic to the stores, how you can uh, interact more with the race fans. I think they do a fantastic job with with what they do uh, here at the track. And the Pinties guys, you know, I hate to even say it so it's recorded, but, man, some people are just slow to figure things out. I mean, yeah. Pinties has a great product. It's awesome Yeah, product. we are uh, – we're so thankful to, to be able to do some – different events with them throughout the year. And, uh, and you know, I, we should probably tell people about Pinty's real quick, just because they're only sold in food cities. Uh, it started with a pin that mm-hmm. was sent by Jonathan Thomas, JT, as he's known here, sent those guys a pin because they were involved in the sport up in Canada. So it's a NASCAR Pinty series in, in Canada. They were doing some things. Uh, There's a conversation in Daytona. We heard about it. JT sent a pin, said, hey, Welcome. If there's anything we can do, uh, let us know. So we had a meeting in Daytona. We introduced them to you guys, uh, which led to what's called a cutting. If you mm-hmm. can, can you tell people what a cutting is? Because oh was man, a cuttings are the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, cuttings <laughs> are when they come in and uh, you get to eat, man. You get to sample the yes. product and compare it against uh, different people in in that space, different vendors. Oh yeah, cuttings are a wonderful thing. So we like to eat. Man, yeah, we're in the well, grocery business. We guys, love to eat. You yeah. guys provide it well. So they do this cutting, and everybody, you compare to some products you have, and it was worth putting shelf space. I mean, that's valuable inventory for you guys is shelf space. And it was so good that you were like, let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the things I thought that was so cool about them is they see the value in racing. They see the value in partnership. And putting on their bags the Food City 500 logo on their bags I thought was just a cool play by them. But, it, again, it drives home the, the partnership that you have with us. Yeah, it's, it's great product and, you know, good quality product. And, obviously, you know, us being able to, to have our logo on the bag and show that partnership connection and, you know, here's the thing, again, about race fans. They're very loyal to the yeah. brands that sponsor 
the races. And, you know, people come in race time and, you know, they come and buy the Pinty's chicken. And, man, they do have great chicken. Chicken wings. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Boneless boneless wings. It's it's great product. So uh, yeah. we're, we're super excited to be a partner with Pinty's. What's your, as a sponsor, um, kind of being on the on the backside that you mentioned, what's what would you say is one of the coolest things that you've gotten to do, that you've seen, that's kind of behind the scenes, kind of let people peek behind the curtain a little bit of just something that was just, man, that was awesome. It'll be a story you tell the rest of your life. You know, one of the things, and, and I won't pinpoint a single uh, thing in particular, but just to be able to celebrate other people's experiences. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I love to do, and, uh, you know, you get to – uh, every once in a while, you get a little bit of break in the action during race weekend. I mean, we live here yeah. uh, during during race weekend. We're together but, a lot. Yeah, we. Uh, but you know, I love to go out and just watch and talk to people and, and hear their stories. Everybody's got a story that they can share with you, and it's pretty amazing. We go out, um, you know, before the race, and uh, we will either give some things away um, or we'll. Uh, we do this uh, with one of the local media partners. We go out and give campers, uh, you know, some gift cards, just kind of a surprise yeah. and delight type thing. But, man, the conversations. Uh, and then just to watch people. You know, if I, if I take it personal for a second, man, I love to watch my 11-year-old at the race. You know, oh, wow. it's, it's, it, I know it's work, it's hard work, but, man, he's, he's always, I guess for the past five years, he's been right by my side, and I love to watch his eyes at the race he's so uh, fun I, I always go in and and i think it's great you're able to bring him along and um he is like right nose against the glass and yep. he is watching every move he just seems to have such a good time yeah he does and, and you know to watch those experiences not just with him but man just to watch other people who uh you know i think a lot of times people just really don't understand uh what it's all about and you know we we don't we don't think about those things from other people, but being able to see things through other people's eyes yeah. is, is kind of unique. And that's something, man, if we just slow down in the world and watch people, yeah. uh, it's, it's pretty fascinating. Some of the things that we just, you know, take for granted, you know, it's, it's pretty special for people uh, just to watch them. So that's what I love about the races you, is, is just to love to watch people. It's funny. You talk about giving stuff to the campers. It reminded me of our, our nighttime together on golf carts. If you remember this, you guys have a tailgater of the race that you've done with us. Tailgate for a, tours now. A long time. Yeah. Tailgate right? tours. Remember? Reinvented it now. Reinvented it. Yes. I know, but it was the first time that we've done yeah, it. Buddy. We went out at, at, instead of morning time when people were yawning and kind of waking mm-hmm. up, we said, let's go out at night after the race and see how much fun people are having. And it was a big difference, I thought, and I thought it was a ton of fun. I mean, talk about that experience. I thought that was so cool, what you guys uh, do with that. ton of fun. You know, it's, it's all about, again, I think, man, it's just the experience that you can, you can bring with people and, and share with them, talk to them, and go out and hang out with them. You know, yeah. again, race fans, uh, they're here. They pay a lot of money. To, to come and have a good they time, do. whether it be for, for the tickets or for camping or for, for coming and shopping. Uh, you know, I, I know they come and buy groceries, but man, just to give back to them and, and have a good experience, man, it was so much fun just to hang out with them and uh, play some games, <laughs> give away some some different things, whether it be gift cards or some Food City merchandise. Our friends from Coca-Cola came along with us and gave away some uh, Coke merchandise. Man, it was just a, it was a ton of fun just to hang out, 
and and see people's faces. And, and that's we're doing that again, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Both races, right? Both races. We'll yes. Uh, so people camping with us are going to have to be on the lookout for us because that was that was so fun. You know, our days are long here, and uh, but you're like, hey man, you're coming with me. It's going to be eleven o'clock at night, but man, everybody was still out having a blast and and enjoying themselves. And we always say people come here for an escape. It's a chance for them to get away from everyday life and work and they're spending their vacations with us and we're just so thankful for the each and every fan that that decides to do that uh one of the other questions that really is kind of for me that i want to ask you is is advice for other companies so you guys have been in this a long time um i consider you an expert in in sports marketing and marketing certainly in your business uh sports marketing i love that one of the things that we've we've gone to visit other racetracks, we've gone to we look at other events. You and I just together, we're gonna we're gonna do that again this year. We're looking at opportunities, but you just want to learn. So, what's some knowledge maybe you could pass on to somebody that's just looking to get involved? They you know they don't have to step up to the big level where you guys are right now, but there are other ways to get involved. But what would be your advice for a company that would say, I'd like to look at NASCAR as a as a place for my business to promote? Well, I'll tell you this, if you ever try to sit down and and try to do what you do typically with a sponsorship and uh or or in our world if you if you do a promotion and you try to calculate an ROI for it, you're going to struggle. Okay? Yeah. You're you're going to struggle. What you got to do is understand what are your goals that you're trying to achieve. And you know, with any sponsorship, whether it be the the relationship we have with Bristol Motor Speedway, or you know, we're the official supermarket also of uh, you know University of Tennessee Volunteers, yeah. all those are different, and it's all about what you want to achieve inside of that particular sponsorship. So, if it's a main title sponsor, you know, there's different you know buckets that you got to check off. Yeah. But you know, if you're just sponsoring you know, a qualifying event, there's, there's different areas that, but I think one of the advice that I would give is to say, make sure that you're going to check the boxes that you want. If it's just exposure you're looking for, great. If it's partnerships that you're looking for out of it, that's great. If you're looking at, you know, increasing your networking circle, that's great. If you're wanting access to drivers or, you know, whatever it is, you know, decide what's important to you make that a part of your spark, your partnership and then execute at a high level. I mean, yeah. constantly challenge and push and we do that. And you know, you and I, Chipper, we have a great relationship, but we push each other. Yeah. And it's all because we want to get better and we want your brand to be great. We want our brand to be great. Absolutely. But but the only way you can do that is by you know, challenging each other and having a true partnership together. And I think if if you're going to invest uh, the money and the time into being a NASCAR sponsor, you got to be willing to dedicate the time that it takes to be successful. It can't be something you do off the side of your desk. Yeah, that's great. If, if you're going to commit, yeah. commit and do it. And uh, that's what we're very fortunate about. Again, you know, we've got great people who take a lot of their time uh, that commit. And, and you know, our marketing team, I, I think about all the different groups uh, that we have. Uh, whether it be our loyalty marketing team, uh, they commit their time for weeks leading up and, and that weekend. They commit to being here and making sure things are successful. Our digital and social media teams, they commit to being at all the events and making it the best we can. That's who we are. 
Yeah. We, we have said, hey, we're going to be a part of this sport, and we want the sport to be successful. We want Bristol Motor Speedway to be successful, and we want it to be successful. And if all the first two happen – the third thing is going to be a lot easier to achieve. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that, and that's what I would say. Any advice for anybody, be all in and, and make sure you have a great plan. Yeah. I think um, commitment-wise, uh, we certainly commit it to you guys, but we're committed to every partner here. And it's good to hear, you know, kind of checking the boxes and what your objectives are because that's how we approach it. We're a consultative sales group. It's at Bristol and all of Speedway Motorsports, and we go in to say, what are you trying to do? And do we have something that fits that? And sometimes we don't, and that's okay. I'd rather be up front and say, that may not align with what you're trying to do. But that's exactly how we approach it, and we're going to come in with a lot of questions and a lot of learning. And it's been amazing to me how much we keep learning about each other and how much we keep doing it and exactly what you said, how we challenge each other. So, And then we love to go other places and steal other people's yeah, idea and make yeah. it our own. Hey, it's great. Yeah. yeah. There's no new ideas, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing new. Yeah. Nothing new. Well, I appreciate our time together. I wanted to uh, at least give you a chance to say, like, if people want to learn more about Food City and about your grocery stores, how can how can they do that? How can they connect with you? I know you guys are involved in social media and, and talking with your guests and folks shopping at your stores. But how can they learn more about Food City if they want to learn some more? You know, honestly, uh, a couple things that I would say, you know, I, you know, obviously online at foodcity.com, you know, uh, we're very active on, on Facebook. If you follow us, we are Food City. Um, and uh, on Twitter, we are at Food City. Um, um, no spaces on that one. Okay. Uh, but but big thing I think you'll learn about us is, uh, and I got to tell you this, uh, and I don't know if I told you this or not, but we just won an award this week uh, from the uh, National Grocers Association. Um, for the marketer of the year, congratulations! Yeah, so we uh, no, we we won an award just uh, just a couple days ago in San Diego, and uh, our creative director was out there and uh, actually got the wow. award, and uh, it was for our Abingdon Grand Opening last You're year. Kidding. Yeah, so so it was, how many uh, grocers would that be across? Hundreds, man, know. hundreds. It's got to be a lot. Yeah, I don't know the exact number, but hundreds of grocers uh but you know i think when you want to learn more about us you know go online follow us on facebook follow us on twitter learn a little bit about what's going on one of my uh, i guess most proud uh things that i would tell you about our company is um, you know we just got uh dun humby does a survey of the top 60 u.s supermarkets every year one of the questions they ask is um you know how do people best know about food city how do they learn about them the most and one of the areas we score better than anybody else in the country by a lot is how proud our associates are of the company they work for i think that says a true story about who you are as a company and i think if you want to learn more about us you know look online look on some of the things that we do on facebook some of the things we do on twitter uh, because that's a really a story of kind of who we are as a company, yeah. whether it be in the community and local, read about what we do uh, there. And, and I'll tell you another way. Come to the race. Come to the yeah. race. Come to one of our stores and experience. Let us know your feedback. We'd love to hear it. We'd love for you to experience our stores. We think we do it better than anybody else. And uh, that's you do. take care of the customer you and provide you great quality products. So come see us. Yeah. That sounds good. And just you mentioned that, uh, just to kind of 
throw it back on the the race week we we take buses from our campgrounds and take them shopping so once they get their car parked they can leave it if they're camping and we'll bring them right over to food city so we do that all all weekend long taking care of them and making sure they're getting to your store so Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's great well i want to say thank you for joining the first broadcast podcast of the bristol b2b uh, podcast and i'm excited that you were a part of it kevin uh, thank you kevin stafford for being with us i'm chipper harvey here at the bristol b2b podcast and look forward to seeing you and talking to you again listening to bristol radio if you haven't yet please subscribe or follow the bristol radio podcast network for everything new from thunder valley also please rate and review the show and share this episode on social media tag us and use the hashtag it's bristol baby see you next time